Yo, this is the ancient Texan. Uh, it's a day after Christmas, one day before my birthday. It's a time of year a lot of people make resolutions. Which um, most of us don't do very well. Um... I got a scale this on Christmas from my daughter. I didn't remember her telling me she was getting it for my birthday. But you stand on this scale and it tells you a whole lot of stuff about yourself. More than just your weight, your fat index. It's like you've got 20 things it tells you. Tells me my age. which my real age and tomorrow will be 73. My electronic, my, this machine calculated that my uh, biological age was 79. Missed my wife by one year, which is pretty amazing. Told me I was hydrated what I would weigh without my fat. Tell me where my fat was located. All by two little pads I stood on. So, I mean, it's a... Electronically, it's friggin'... It's amazing. I'm trying to... What's one of my resolutions? To quit saying the word friggin'. So, of course, this machine makes me realize that I'm overweight, which I, I've known that for a 100 years. And I periodically lower a little bit and then come back. And it got me to thinking. When I snack, you know, I, it's usually in the evenings. The idea that you can say, I'm not going to snack. I'm not going to eat this cheese. I am not going to go get a cookie. It's kind of like sitting in a corner and not thinking about elephants. You've already kind of seeded your mind with the thought of what you want. And not thinking about it is actually thinking about it. But the craving you're having, I suspect, is like mine. It's really not about the food It's something more fundamental in your life. It has something to do, I suspect, with your life not being like you want it. And even more than that, it's about us not taking steps that we know we need to be taking or doing things we know we need to be doing besides not eating the cookie like you need to have a aim a goal for your life and know what you're going toward 
And sometimes it's what you're going toward is out of a relationship or something. You know, find better living circumstances. And I don't think we have to, like, solve the problems we have overnight. But I think the cravings come from the feeling that we didn't take the small steps that we could have taken today. Like, I... I'm a little conflicted what my aim is. I do a podcast. I'm trying to write my second novel. I've edited my first novel and I'd like to republish it. Um, I have a web page. I have a book of poetry I want. I have several other novels that are half finished. Oh, and I'm also trying to start up a new magnesium facility in the northwest I'm kind of like a senior advisor I get paid a salary show up for work every day although lately that's been showing up on Zoom used to travel there a lot Um, it's reasonably hard work takes a lot of energy I like to say give an excuse takes a lot of energy for someone of my age But my mind's still pretty sharp. I can see signs that my memory's going. But I'm not, um, I'm still quite capable. So, I'm really busy and I have a lot of activities going on and a lot of ambitions. I have a great deal of trouble of narrowing it down to what's my priority. Then I have stuff you know, like I have to do bookkeeping for my business and pay my taxes, and I'm always screwing that up. And then I have health ambitions that I want to be, you know, hiking every day, and I want to lose weight. And so I have a little bit of, you know, priority problem. But on the other hand, I, I still probably get more done than most humans of, of any age. You know, I'm not the same league as my wife. She's an amazing, has amazing discipline and works a lot of hours. And she gets a lot done. She's not just spending time. Comparing myself to her is kind of, you know, not as much fun as comparing myself to the masses of humanity that I know less about. So, we're, we're all kind of, as humans, stuck in this ambiguous goal-setting, goal-seeking, ward-seeking world with our own thoughts of where we should go and even that's muddy and then we have the additional thoughts of society telling us where we should be going and our friends and our family and our parents and all this and so it's easier to go get a cookie or a piece of cheese or a glass of wine whatever your particular craving substitute is 
And I say craving substitute because we're actually craving something different than that glass of wine or that cookie. We're craving the satisfaction, I think. This is just, you know, amateur hour here on psychology. We're craving that success, that progress um, toward our not well-defined goals. So I'm just speaking for myself. First, I need a little focus on what my goals are. And this isn't like a one-off thing. It's a continual and probably need to write them down and number them. And then, you know, put it on a spreadsheet where you can sort your goals one to ten. And then change the numbers every day if you need to. Till they, till they feel right. And then I think at the end of the day, you have to kind of sit down and say, before you get that piece of cheese or that wine, just kind of acknowledge the progress you did make in reaching some of those goals. And maybe that's in the form of a diary. For me, it helps to write it down and to say, here's what I did do. Instead of looking at the result, like I can step on the scale every day in this electronic marble, you know, spits out really more than I wanted to know and I don't really want to deal with the reality. That's the result, but that's not the effort what you did toward that goal. And I think that's more important than the result. And I think the emotional craving comes more from this feeling that I didn't do anything. And maybe that's true. And you should acknowledge it. Or maybe you did and you didn't give yourself credit for it. But I'm, I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to follow my own advice as soon as I get off here and kind of I kind of rattled out my goals. But just kind of play with it and say, well, what the hell is the priority of those goals? And I think we have, you know, primary goals. Um, and then, you know, we have a lot of secret secondary we wish we could do it stuff um, and, and as humans it's up to us to kind of sort that out and then I don't think it does much good to make a big list of all the stuff you did if it's not on the list and and in some ways that's like making a list of all the ways you failed I think that pushes you toward that cookie I, I think we have to acknowledge our successes and we acknowledge our failures in the point of view that they don't show up as, you know, as taking a small step toward one of our goals. So I'm, you know, you can do this on paper, whatever, but 
I'm going to write down a list here of, you know, my big life goals. And health is actually one of my big life goals. Uh, and at my age, it's not, I actually have to work at it. And I've done okay. I've done great. Um, the fact that I'm still alive means I haven't done terrible. The fact that I weigh 222 pounds is not good. One good thing of my, since I've said a bad thing there, my scale told me that my muscle mass was in the high range, which that's kind of a male ego thing. My bone density is good. And that's kind of, I'm physically active and I hike. And I've up to this, the pandemic, I was a pretty steady tennis player. That's the bragging. But I think I'm going to make myself a list of 1 to 10. Those are my goals. And I'm going to I'm gonna do it on a spreadsheet so I can change it and resort it. Because I have no confidence that um, I can make a decision that I can stick with. But maybe over time I can. And then when I sit down at the end of the day and say, what... Did I accomplish? And I'm going to do this before I go get the cookies. I'm going to sit there in that journal and say, what small step? I'm going to have that list in front of me. What small step did I make today? Any small step toward accomplishing some of those goals. And I'm going to try my best to find something and acknowledge that I um, actually did something. Anything I'm going to give myself credit for in this journal. It's going to be how great I am journal. And then maybe over time I'm going to notice I have more things to acknowledge or... Maybe it comes clear to me that I'm spending my time doing something else. And for me, maybe I figure out that my my goal is getting my novel done. And that doing a great job on this podcast isn't is important to me. I'm not terribly successful with this podcast, but I have, you know, periods of time where I have a bunch of listeners on a podcast, bunch meaning, you know, 30 to 50. That's kind of like 30 is probably the highest. I'm probably exaggerating the 50. But I have, you know, a reasonable amount of people who listen to it. And I'll have a period of time where a lot of my podcasts are getting listened to and on on a day kind of random and then other times when it's not. But I'm, I'm not taking the world by storm. I'm... I'm stumbling along in podcasts like I am most of my life. So I'm going to make the list and acknowledge myself. But then I'm also, after a period of time, if I see no progress is ever made on any of the things that I say are most important to me, I know I'm lying to myself by my actions. 
spending my hours doing things that are not even on my list. Uh, maybe some of those are necessary. But I suspect a lot of them are time not well spent. Like you turn on the TV and listen to stupid shows or you turn on a website and look at nude women. Um, Or you read Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or whatever. Social media grabs your ass. There's like the like a million ways to do other than what you say is important. And I think that's where the anxiety and the cravings come from, is from that disconnect between what you say is important to you and what really is important. And maybe, in some cases, you just say, well, what's important to me is to sit down and relax every evening. And that needs to show up on my goal thing. And my goal is, you know, watch football. Needs to show up on your list, and then you need to give yourself credit for doing it. But I think you got to get a. This is, you know, Robert Odle speaking. But I think the better times in my life when I've had a strong connection between how I was spending my time and my stated goals. And I don't even think it has to be that formal. But when you're kind of in a line and at peace, I think a lot of it comes from having the discipline to work on what you say is important and make a little progress every day. So I do resolutions on my birthday. Not at the end of the year like everyone else. Oh, but it <laughs> happens to be five days before everybody else does it. But that's kind of my my podcast for the first of the year. Resolutions, anxieties, misalignment, I don't know what exactly to call it. But it's getting alignment between your values and your actions is at a very core level. And resolutions are kind of an attempt to get an alignment between what you say your values are and your daily actions. Anyway, I don't know if, you know, this is any help to anybody, but it's a help to me. So, thank you, Robert. Thank you, Ancient Texan, for working through this with me. Anyway, I hope you have a a good year, and I hope this uh, little two cents on resolutions is a little bit helpful. It's offered it in in a spirit of trying to be helpful. Let's hope for a good 2021 for all of humanity and a little less fighting, a little more peace, a little more sense that 
as a world, we're going in a little more positive direction than we did last year. Because I think pro- we, humankind is making progress, but it's certainly not in a straight line. Last year felt to me like it was not progress, but sometimes you can't tell until after the fact. So I'm hoping for all of humanity and for you that uh, we make a resolution that we're going to make this a better world. We're going to make ourselves better and we're going to make this world better. This is the ancient Texan, hoping the best. Namaste. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste.